Claremont Homeless Count Helps Determine Federal Funding by Andrew Alonzo. On a chilly Tuesday night, Claremonters Dirk and Nathan Silva combed through parking lots, residential areas, and side streets between Auto Center Drive and Santa Fe Street while documenting the area's unhoused population. For 90 minutes, the father and son watched for cues indicating potential signs of homelessness, such as out-of-place shopping carts or cars filled with belongings, tents, and makeshift housing. That same night, 20 additional volunteers divided into 11 groups covering 18 different areas were out gauging the area's unhoused population during the Greater Los Angeles point-in-time homeless count. The count is an annual effort overseen by the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority in which volunteers tally the unhoused living throughout the greater LA area over a three-day span. The count ultimately determines how much federal funding is allocated toward addressing homelessness, according to Claremont's management analyst, Tanya Serta. So the numbers that are uh, ultimately reported ultimately determine funding. Um, At the end of the day, the amount of funding that is given to not just the region, uh, the county as a whole, the state, but also the the smaller areas like the, the San Gabriel Valley and the cities, that funding is determined largely by the number of homeless individuals that belong to that city. So whatever our count is, that will largely determine what kind of funding we get and ultimately what programs and resources we get. On Tuesday, the areas of emphasis were the San Gabriel and San Fernando Valleys, including Claremont, parts of unincorporated Claremont, Laverne, and Pomona. The counting effort began at 8 p.m. when volunteers arrived at the Alexander Hughes Community Center to receive their assignments, maps, vests, flashlights, and other recording materials. Before venturing off, volunteers received a heartfelt thank you for their efforts from Claremont Mayor Jed Liano. In a pre-recorded message, as he was in on a city council meeting at the time. As a city council, we cannot make informed decisions unless we have accurate data, and the people collecting that accurate data are you. So you're performing a huge and essential service to us and the entire city. The 2022 count was of particular importance, according to Serta, as she noted that this was the first time the city has hosted a count since its cancellation due to COVID-19 back in 2021. Since the last count two years ago, CERTA and city officials have speculated that the projected numbers this time around are going to be, quote, completely different. This, this count should be different, but also just very important because we've missed so much that has transpired. And because the pandemic has ultimately led to a lot of 
financial issues for a lot of individuals. There may be more homeless people than there ever were in the past. We're obviously in a completely different financial state uh, than we were back when the last count was in 2020. And not only that, but we have a pandemic to uh, consider. We have inflation to consider rising housing costs. So there are just so many factors that contributed to so many changes in the just the last two years. According to the 2020 count, 17 unhoused individuals were reported living in the city and parts of unincorporated Claremont. That same year, 54,291 unhoused persons were recorded along Los Angeles's continuum of care, which spans east from Claremont all the way west to the Zumba and Trancas Canyons of Malibu. Serta was uncertain as to how many unhoused residences were counted by volunteers as of midnight Wednesday. She said because the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority was still crunching the numbers at the time to get an accurate reading. In that case, it may be several weeks or months before the 2022 numbers are published, she said. Serta said the official numbers will, however, encompass both street and shelter counts once the data is fully synthesized. While Tuesday evening did not reveal many homeless persons out and about, likely due to the afternoon showers and frigid air that followed, Serta said a sector of South Claremont was where one group observed a high concentration of homeless people. She pointed out to the courier on a map. So Indian Hills would be on the, on the west, Mills on the east, and what's this? Below first, mm-hmm. this whole area right here. Above the tent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Area 4025 is what I think they reported. But this did include also below the tent. Compared with previous counts, methods were quite different this year. One of the biggest changes was Lasha's use of the application Aikido Connect, developed by Aikido Labs, which helped volunteers map and keep track of their own assigned areas and any unhoused persons they counted within. While some found the app very useful and helpful, others found it buggy and problematic. The count also had a new emphasis on observing homeless persons from the safety of a vehicle instead of interacting with unhoused persons on foot. Likely as a result, of pandemic safety precautions. Now we're predominantly telling the volunteers, stay in your vehicle, observe only, so it's visual counts as opposed to, you know, engaging. There's no way to really know what kind of effect it's going to have. At the end of the day, even when individuals were interacting, you're still not going to go to certain areas. For example, there are individuals, not in Claremont, but in some cities that... uh, have like a a wash. Individuals will be in the wash area 
and volunteers won't necessarily be able to access those areas. So there's always going to be something that's going to prevent you from getting a 100% accurate count, but there is a formula that LASA uses that takes those into consideration, and then they combine it with the uh, street count and the shelter count to try to get kind of a bigger picture. The count has gone on for over 15 years in Claremont, but 2022 was the first year that the Silvas participated, an experience Dirk said was, quote, very rewarding. Along their route, the Silvas, also known as Team 10, noted three unhoused persons, a family unit consisting of what appeared to be parents and a child walking along San Jose Avenue near 9 p.m. Asked about why they participated, Dirk said, You know, the homelessness is a big problem in our society these days, and so I think that uh, it's important for the local governments to get an accurate count of the homeless so that people, when they're trying to create solutions for this problem, that they know the scope and the size of the problem. Nathan added, it was important that he, his dad, and other volunteers got involved to ensure the, quote, trickle-down effect for funding for homeless services. We all have to do our part to make sure that the numbers are there. And like my dad said, maybe we're minus one or two homeless people because of the weather or whatever it may be. But as long as we're doing our part and the, the systems are, are working, that's how it all works. And you, you got you to do your part. Once finalized, the 2022 Homeless Count data will appear on the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority website, www.lahsa.org. For more information about LASHA, contact their weekday hotline at 213-225-6581. For the Claremont Courier, I'm Andrew Alonzo. First Takes Theme Music was written by Mick Rhodes and Wyman Reese and performed by Mick Rhodes and the Hard Eight.